0: Inside sources. Inside sources. Inside sources.
1: Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the
0: conversation on issues crucial to our community
1: on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good afternoon. Welcome back. I'm Greg Scordis filling in for Boyd Matheson today. Just some terrible news that came out of um, Heber City, Wasatch County over the weekend. Friday night at 10 o'clock, a seven-year-old girl was shot and killed uh, while she slept in her bed. And what happened, just to set the stage a little bit, was that two men, Christopher Robert O'Connell and Colin David Howells, allegedly went to the home of Trevor Joe Pinter, who lived just probably on the other side of the wall from this girl. Uh, They were talking to him. They were visiting with him. Uh, By all accounts, they appeared to be very intoxicated. There were two females at the residence who have told police that they were sexually assaulted by at least one of these men, and one of these men apparently uh, waved a gun around, and whether that was playful or angry or what, we don't know. But that gun was discharged. It went through a wall, and it shot and killed a seven-year-old girl, uh, shot her in the head. Her father rushed her to the hospital, but she was not able to be saved. Now, the the Heber City Police Department started their investigation, and they have uh, filed what's called an affidavit of probable cause. I don't know that the county attorney, uh, the Wasatch County attorney, uh, has filed charges yet or what he's doing. I think uh, Scott Sweat is the Current county attorney in wasatch county uh, but but it certainly would it would be record setting for him to file charges this quickly uh, he 's probably looking over the police evidence, the forensics, and whatnot and trying to figure out what the what the charges should actually be, but the most important or the most serious I should say of those charges uh, have been leveled at least in terms of the probable cause statement so so he, so nobody 's been charged criminally yet they 've been booked into jail. And in Utah, I suppose most states are the same way. If, you, if you're if you a police officer and you take somebody to jail, uh, to convince a judge to hold them and to set bail, uh, you file what's called an affidavit of probable cause, which is just a statement from a police officer under oath that says, look, I, I think that this is what happened. This is what I believe happened. And these are the crimes that I think should be charged. Now, the county attorney can can discount that. The county attorney can file nothing, file the same charges, or do whatever whatever he wants. Uh, but in this case, the uh, officer from uh, Heber City Police Department uh, booked into jail all three men, at least initially. And the most important, the serious charges were filed, or uh, alleged against Christopher Robert O'Connell, 34 years old, manslaughter, a second-degree felony. And in Utah, that means it carries 1 to 15 years in prison. A possession of a controlled substance, and that is marijuana, which in Utah is still criminal. If you don't have a card, it's a misdemeanor B. Carrying a dangerous weapon while under the influence of alcohol. A lot of people don't know that that's a crime, but if you're drunk, you can't carry a gun. Uh, you you just can't do it, or if you're high on some drug, um, that's a misdemeanor. Possession of a dangerous weapon by a restricted person. That means that uh, in certain instances a person uh, can't possess a gun because of a prior criminal history or something like that. And we don't know exactly uh, what O'Connell's criminal history is. I looked it up, and I didn't see something that, that struck me as— um, making him a restricted person, but I can only look in, in Utah state courts. And then he's also charged with intoxication. Uh, the judge uh, did not set bail in that case. I mean, he's going to be sitting in jail at least for the for the initial time uh, while uh, police officers do their investigation and decide what to do with the case. Uh, Colin Howells, a 36-year-old, was booked into jail on sexual battery uh, apparently for the assault on the two females that were present and intoxication. And then the homeowner is accused of and booked into jail on probable cause for obstructing justice, which is a felony, a third degree felony, a lower degree felony, if you will, than the second degree carries up to five years in prison because allegedly police, uh, allegedly he lied to police about what happened, uh, destroyed some evidence and uh, really uh, impeded their investigation. Now, this is a case that 's ongoing it 's a case where the county attorney has some very serious decisions to make um, it it it's not a case necessarily that that makes for a very straightforward murder charge. A lot of people think, well, you shot some kid in the head that 's murder uh, but but murder requires under Utah law a a knowing and intentional act uh, but if we as we saw from the derek chauvin case the the killing of George Floyd. Uh, and and Minnesota law seems to be fairly close to Utah law. A crime, a charge of murder, can be withheld or can be sustained rather uh, based on what we call a depraved indifference to human life. I mean, a lot of people think of manslaughter being a a reckless killing, and of course it is. And and firing a gun through a wall in a building where there's adjacent apartments is probably reckless, and causing the death of a person is almost certainly reckless. And so if in fact he is the shooter and if in fact it can be proven that he's the shooter there's probably a fairly compelling case for manslaughter but the county attorney's also got a way into whether or not this act was so outrageous so so malicious and showed such depravity if you will to human life that it justifies a murder charge i mean there's some decisions that have to be made there she was shot in the head i don't think there's any question about the cause of death or manner of death uh, but the the question in this case is going to be what we call mens rea, which is what was going through his head at the time. Um, what was he thinking? What was his conduct? And why did he fire that gun? Uh, the other two uh, are charged with serious crimes as well, or at least booked into jail on serious crimes. And they will almost certainly be contacted and asked whether they want to be uh, defendants or whether they want to be witnesses. And if they want to give testimony to the, to the police and to the court and to a jury ultimately uh, to sustain a a conviction for the real shooter in the case, uh, which is allegedly Mr. Christopher Robert O'Connell by the probable cause statement, Uh, they may be able to do that. And of course, I'll already indicated that there were two females present at the house, uh, who are not charged with anything. It probably won't be, uh, they're probably going to be witnesses in this case and they'll be questioned by the police. I'm sure they were questioned all weekend by the police and, and determined whether or not they can be, uh, helpful in that investigation. So a lot of work, a lot of information that we're getting. I'm told that the family set up a GoFundMe account, and we're hoping that they would get $10,000. And this morning when I last checked, they were up very close to approaching $40,000 in that account. Um, What happened up there was just tragic, should have never happened. so uh, um, that, that's just a tragic incident that shows uh, really the danger of guns and the danger of intoxication and why we have laws that the way we do. Uh, when we come back after the break, um, I get to have some closing thoughts, and I've been thinking about what those will be. Stay tuned, and we'll, uh, we'll let you know where we are.
0: Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night.
1: Two teenage kids...